so vain I'm pretty sure this song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is Monday, July 27th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of an amazing show, a phenomenal show, an intimate show called This Joe Batanz. We're doing it all right here. We're talking about funeral, talking about love, all the human emotions right here on This Joe Batanz, right here. Thought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, today is Monday, July 27th, 2020, and I am Joe Batanz, the host of a show called this Joe Batanz. And today we're going to be talking about the funeral for my grandparents, which I don't know why my voice sounds so upbeat talking about that. We're going to talk about a mysterious Amazon package. We're going to talk about uh, my feelings on uh, Shady Pines. We just recorded Shady Pines. We're going to talk about a lot of things today, but let's talk about the funeral. Like I said on yesterday's show, <clears throat> I was having this crisis because I obviously wanted to pay my last respects to my grandparents who I adored with all my heart, but yet I am, you know, and I think rightfully so frightened by the coronavirus. No, not to the extent of like, what's so funny. It, it's so funny how we all have our different levels of what we think is appropriate. Like, so for instance, my parents wash every piece of food that comes into the house. Okay. Everything. To the point where my mom now doesn't even want to order food from Instacart because she's like, ugh, now I got to wash it. Which I'm like, no, you no, you don't. You don't have to. Maybe. Well, you should be washing your vegetables anyway. But maybe the vegetables. Okay. But you should be doing that anyway. But in terms of just the gallon of milk, no. You know, you don't have to wash that stuff. But they go the eggs. She, she, watches, she washes each egg individually. You know? And it's just like, oh, my God, which I read study after study and pretty much the consensus is. And of course, they're saying this because they're trying to say, you know, cover their ass in case of a lawsuit. But as of yet, there are no known cases of uh, surface con surface, you know, people getting uh, coronavirus from contacting a surface. But you should still wash your hands. Now, by the way, that is uh uh, good advice for anybody anywhere just to not, you know, get sick. But, uh, and so that's why it's not bad to still recommend it. But every article, it's almost like they all copy it from one another, right? Where it's like, uh, uh, it's very rare to get, uh, surface contact. I mean, coronavirus from surface contact. In fact, there are no known cases, but it's still a good idea to wash your hands. And be and and clean surfaces with which yeah it's it's just good it's just good advice just to do that, um so so they're there but for some reason they were okay with going to the funeral where to me I know 
when you see these stories, it's always, oh, well, they went to a funeral or they went to a birthday party or they went to, and I'm talking about the people who are well-intentioned. I'm not talking about like people who go to a party in a swimming pool. I'm talking about, um, uh, uh, people who are like, they're going to a wedding, they're trying to do something that we usually do. I, in fact, just yesterday I saw an article about a, a, a wedding that took place in San Diego, I want to say, or could be Texas. I can't remember where it is. I don't remember. But it was on Apple News and it took place, uh, I know it was in Texas, I believe. Even though they were told not to do the wedding, the police actually came and made them move it outside. Uh, and they don't know whether it was from the rehearsal dinner. They don't know. They don't know where this took place. But at that wedding, a bunch of people got the coronavirus. Now, I didn't get to see yesterday. I saw it Sunday. Right before the funeral, because that was that article was the clincher for me. Where I was like, okay, I'm not going to this funeral. And you see the lot of the cases people went to a funeral because their people are crying and they're expelling uh, stuff. And so I was like, I'm just. So I made the decision that and previously on you guys know this. I made the decision that I was going to go, but I was going to stay in the car. And uh, that's exactly what I did. My parents went early. Uh, and that's what they wanted to do. My brother went early. He was dressed in a suit, but because I wasn't going to get out of the car, I was torn. I was like, do I get dressed up or not? I'm like, well, I'm not getting out of the car. So I'll just, I just threw on some ratty jeans and a black t-shirt, the Joe Batanz uniform, so to speak. And I go to this funeral and I'm going to tell you, so I get that when I get there, it's about five minutes before they're, they're wrapping everything up, you know, the, the viewing. My uncle comes up to me and he says, hey, if you want to go see grandma and grandpa, do it right now. I'm like, no, I'm good. And that, and, and it's not a judgment on people who want to see bodies. It's just that's just the way I'm wired. I don't need to see uh, the body. I'm fine. My, I have my closure. Okay. I know my brother went to go see the body. He told me on the way home that it was good for him. He, he's glad he saw them. Uh, my dad went, I think it was very emotional for him. I don't know if it gave him the closure he wanted, but he did it. Um, oh, my dad gave me a guilty. He was like, I think you're going to really want to, oh, I just hit my headphones. I think you're going to really want to do it. I was like, no, no, not ever going to want to do it. I just, seeing a body and, and uh, first of all, it never, rarely if ever looks like them. What's so funny is I went to a funeral of, of, uh, of a different relative years ago, about five years ago. And he was, you know, very old, very sickly towards the end. And, but whoever did his, man, they deserve an award. He looked just the way he did when I knew him when he was vibrant and healthy. They did a really good job on him. But I didn't see my grandparents, so I don't know how they looked. But uh, my brother said they looked good. And um, so they put the the coffins in the two different uh, hearse. Is it hearses? There were two. There were there were two cars by the brand hearse, and uh, or that what they called the hearse, and they went in those, and we followed. It was all in the same place, and then we just followed the the short ride from there from the from the building to their gravesite. And I managed to get a good spot where I could. It was actually up a hill a little bit, so I could look down and see the funeral, the burial services. And, uh, I stood there and I, I got out of the car and I stood behind the car because I was wearing ratty jeans and I was far away from any, there was no human being within like 30 feet of me. And I watched the funeral take place. And I got to tell you something. It's very surreal and spooky 
to watch a burial from far. You know, like, you know what I felt like? You know when uh, whenever there's some sort of like spy movie or some sort of dramatic movie and you see like the mysterious person standing in like an, with an umbrella and dark hat and glasses and trench coat from far away staring at the at the ceremony. Now I know what they see. It's very, very eerie to watch it happening from far away because you don't hear anything. You just see people. And it's obviously you're disconnected if it's someone you don't know. But to see your grandparents from far away in their coffins. It, it wasn't open then, but the, the two, to see the two closed coffins that hold your grandparents side by side from 200 yards away is a surreal experience. Very, very strange. I couldn't hear anything, and I just sat there in silence. I didn't listen to anything. I didn't listen to music. I just watched in silence. It was very, very strange to have that experience. And... um I, that happens at a certain point, it, was going, it went on for about 20 minutes, at a certain point, <clears throat> uh, sorry, lost my train of thought, at a certain point, everyone started to put roses on the coffin, my grandfather would have white roses being put on his coffin, and red roses being put on my grandmother's coffin, and as everyone was passing by and doing that, I thought to myself, I really want to do that. I think that's important that I do that. So I waited till everybody went through. I wearing a mask. And then I dashed down the hill in my ratty jeans and black t-shirt. And as soon as everyone had gone through, I rushed through and put a white rose on my grandfather's casket and uh, a red rose on my grandmother's casket. And I wouldn't call my grandfather an alcoholic, but he definitely liked to drink. But he didn't have any alcohol. I never saw my grandfather drunk, you know, but he liked to drink. And so my my uncle is right. So right when I got there, because I was so late, my uncle decided that's when he was going to do. They had gotten like little bottles, little shot glasses and whatnot and uh, for to put some whiskey in. And they were going to do a shot of whiskey in honor of my grandfather. And um, they... Uh, they were they were literally my my uncle's giving a speech as I was putting the rose. So these ratty jeans, I didn't wear a belt or anything, it was so dumb. My pants started to fall uh while I was putting the roses on. So meanwhile, everyone's staring, and I my my uh my pants are falling. So now I have to run back, dash back, and everyone can see me and behind my uncle holding my pants up so they don't fall making a mad, a fat guy making a mad dash to his car. And that was the most interesting thing that happened. But, uh, and then I got in my car and I went home and then, so, you know, my parents are very quiet. They, they weren't like broken up or anything like that, but they were very quiet. And so they were, they drove with a separate car. And so I called them I, on the way at home. Everyone was leaving at the same time. There was no any kind of afters or anything. And I said, do you want me to pick you up guys? pick up lunch for you guys on the way home. And they're like, yes, that would be nice. And so we were going to this place called the hat. It's like a burger place. And as it turns out, my brother and his wife also were stopping by there. So I drive. Finally, I get to the hat. I, I told my mom, send your uh, order. Send me your order. Right. 
Hadn't gotten anything. Then I get there, and my brother gets there a little bit after I'm there, and he's like, uh, why don't we just order together? Make it easier. And I'm like, uh, okay. I go, mom and dad have still been sent their order. We're in the drive through lane. And he's like, state of Bree says chili cheese fries. That's just what I got. State of Bree knows what to do there. The chili cheese fries are everything at the hat. Anyway, um, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for mom and dad's order. If I call him on, she gets mad at me. I sent it. And I went, well, I don't have it. Well, let me just tell you, it's not very hard. Can I please just tell you? My parents, every I talked about this in the show. Every time they order food, they can't just order it off the menu. It has to be precious and specially made just for them. No matter what, if I go to McDonald's, if I go to The Hat, if I go to Wendy's, Burger King. I've never been to Burger King, but you know what I mean. Arby's, the whatever they get has to be precious and special just for them right just made they need to feel like it was made just for them they'll find a way to make it so it's made just for them so my brother like i said to my brother just order your own food i'm not to order our food because and sure I, I went inside actually we're a mask and they actually keep it very safely socially distant there but um yeah my dad needed a pastrami, but easy mustard. And my mom needed a burger, but don't put lettuce. I'm going to put lettuce, but no tomato. And I want half the spread. And I was like, oh, God, Jesus Christ, kill me right now. But I got them there. You know, it was a hard day for them. So I got them what they wanted. And um, <clears throat> that's uh, that was the funeral. We came back. We had lunch. My, my dad, they were both quiet, but in like. They were making jokes, not about the funeral, just making like just the just conversational jokes. Um, and we ate, and then I had not I had slept the night before, but had not slept particularly well. I woke up in the middle of the night with a little bit of a panic attack. Um, I don't know if it was from my scare that I had coronavirus or whether it was from uh, I'd eaten late that night, and then sometimes it, if I if I go to bed right after eating late, I, I can get like a bout of like a panic attack in the middle of the night, which I think it was more closely related to that. So I was tired. So after I spoke to Aiden very briefly, uh, actually, I was I was going to do the rumor mill uh, and uh, I, I was all set to go and whatnot. And then Lori was like, well, I got to go get my allergy shot. So let me get my allergy shot. But then that's a whole other story. But it's a Lori story to tell. Maybe we'll talk about it in the rumor mill today. But um Lori drama and then uh she had to get her allergy shot and she I go okay well I'll wait for you to get home and then we'll do all that we need to do but then I fell asleep and I slept for like two hours two hours I don't think I woke up until like after five and then I had I'd already gotten ready for golden girls so everything was ready but I got up after five and then that's when we did I kind of slapped myself awake and then Gave splash water in my face. And that's when we did fat camp. That's why I kind of feel fat camp was a little low energy. I had literally just woken up from a two hour nap on a day where I buried my grandparents. I had a little low energy on fat camp. Excuse me. Okay. And then, uh, <clears throat> then we did the big golden girl show, which I mean, we're already wrapping up the season. Let me talk about this. I just got off the phone with Lawson. We talked about this, which is, I think I had made this rule of thumb when boo hacker was on, but when we do two shows in a row, I just, my energy, I can't keep up the energy for that second show. And I, not that I thought the second show was bad, but I feel like towards the end of it, uh, we, I lost steam. So, um, 
I don't know if the at the very end of episode twenty three was as good as I would have wanted it to be. Okay. Uh, that said, uh, I thought that episode was really good. And what's funny, I was talking to Boo Hacker. Is here's my opinion on Shady Pines with Adam Burns. I don't think the show is as. Fu- I don't know if I talked about this on the air, but I was I listened to a recent episode of Shady episode of Shady Pines. Uh, it wasn't actually a recent episode. I recently listened to an episode of Shady Pines. It was actually an old episode. And I was like, it was very, very funny. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, we are kind of mean to Boo Hacker. I mean, take separate yourself from whether he deserves it or not. In fact, Aiden called, Aiden's been listening to Shady Pines and he called me and he was like, um, like, oh, you guys are so mean to Joey Boo Hacker. No, no, no. Joey Buhecker's so mean to you guys. And uh and 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 he's so angry and he interrupts you guys. And so I know forget the whether he deserves it or not. I just I just realized we were so mean to him, so mean girl to him. And it's so funny, I know, but it makes me I wouldn't say cringe. Cringe isn't the right word, but I could see why Joey Buhecker was kind of angry. And um, but I will say, so the Adam Burns episodes aren't as funny as they were, and they're not as mean-spirited, I feel, as the older episodes of Shady Pines. But, but I will say, uh, the conversation just flows so much better. No one's being interrupted. No, there's no anger. There's no, like, hopping up and down. And, 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 and I know that's funny to a certain point, but as a podcaster, it just made the whole experience just so much easier. Um, and so I actually was really happy with Shady Pines. I actually wish Adam Burns would have been on from the beginning. I don't know if Shady Pines will come back for another season. I really don't. I know Adam Burns was willing to do us this solid for these episodes. Taylor will do the finale. We have one tonight, but, uh, I don't know how willing he is to do a season two and whatnot. That would, and if it did, it wouldn't happen for a while. And, um, <clears throat> So, uh, but I actually, strangely, I like the, the, I like it with Adam Burns. I don't know if Mike Lawson would come back for a season two. So if, if, if Adam Burns did agree, I might have to find a third co-host. I don't know who that would be. A lot to think about with Shady Pines, but, um, Amazon. So I had ordered, so I don't know if I talked about this in a show. I don't know why I would have at the time. It was banal home stuff. When I redid my bathroom, whatever sink I got, and I love the sink, by the way. I love my sink. But it can't handle, which I don't even grow a lot of hair when I shave, but it can't handle when I shave. It clogs up after like two or three times. My sink is clogged up after shaving. Shaving. It's shaving soap and little hairs. And so um, it was just getting to be very, very. And also just it, it even even before that, it's a slow drain. It's just a slow drain. And so the hair would just get all over the the sink. It was a mess. So I had never really shaved in a shower before. I just never done that. So I did it for the first time over the weekend. Now I just happened to have a handheld mirror. Um, I just happened to have an, a handheld mirror, and so I use that in the shower with my razor. And uh, it was life changing. I'm not gonna lie. It was a life changing experience. Why haven't I always shaved in the shower? That is the best place to do it. So I bought a special uh, mirror for my shower from Amazon. Highly rated. Doesn't fog up. Perfect. Everything I needed. 
I ordered it and then it was supposed to get here. To, and I think on one of the shows I did, I think it was Shady Pines. I got the alert that it had been delivered. So I got an alert that it had been delivered. And I guess a package my parents had ordered had been delivered. I go out there, no package, no package. And I'm like, oh, God, I went on the ring. We have a ring. I'm like, let's see if someone stole it. But all I did was see the delivery guy drop something off. So I call this Amazon. I'm like, no, the package didn't come. They're like, we'll give it 24 hours. It says it was delivered, but sometimes there's a mistake. I'm not even joking. Within seconds of hanging up the phone with Amazon, they said, we'll give you a call tomorrow. The ring alert goes off again. I look on the camera. The delivery guy came back, dropped off the package. So now today or tomorrow, I'm going to have to wait for Amazon to call. By the way, this was at 1030 at night. Amazon must be really backed up if they're doing deliveries at 1030 at night. Anyway, got delivered. Mystery solved. But I was mad. I wanted my shower mirror. I have it now. That's why I'm going to be more clean shaven. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be content. I have closure on this Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media. Thought Media.